been everywhere early on. Oh, oh. He's going to kick his form. The dancing feet of your dog, my Nick Martin. There's a new Martin in town. Draper wants to put an end to all this. Hands it over to Guelphie. Draper wants it back. The brush off runs into space. Well, welcome back to a particularly sad episode of the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. The Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast is two very sad borderline tears blokes who've known each other forever, who again are lamenting the end of another AFL season. My name is Grant, (laughs) and with me is Scott. Hello, everyone. Uh, Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, Sorry, look, we originally... On Tuesday night, we're going to have a guest, but unfortunately, they uh, last minute they can't make it. So, um, so it's just it's just the normal. Uh, it's just us, <laughs> Scooter and Grant show. Uh, so look, uh, so we'll look. We'll, we'll obviously a good chance for us to talk through the Swans game, what that kind of last month means, and 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 really also what we want uh, to see probably closing out the year. So, uh, was it four games left? Um, I think I think from for the most part. Um, Essendon fans kind of uh, are no longer on the finals caper. Um, I think we're just hoping our side starts to just improve and, and just get through these next four games in in yeah. in, in uh, really finish off the year well. And and it's not you know we'll talk about the Swans game. It's not to say we play bad because you look at the stats and and, and there's plenty of areas to be very very. Um, pleased about uh, yeah. inside fifties and clearances and contested footy and and everything like that. It was it was quite one sided. So, um, but you still have you still lost the game and and um, it was an opportunity to to get some momentum. So, but um, yeah, it's uh, it was a, one of those games where look. Uh, I'm very, very happy with the last quarter, obviously, and, and you know, I, I don't want to just ignore that because the fight was genuine and it was the pressure was relentless and they played some really, really good footy and, you know, 90 seconds more and we'd probably win that game. Yeah, so it was, it, was, it was really, really pleasing to see where I thought we were probably out of the game. Uh, you know, that second quarter, five goals scored against us from turnovers. And this is, it's been a theme we've had on the show for a while about scores from turnovers. It's just absolutely killing us. Skill errors. Sk- skill errors are, are, are just really creeping up since the break. And uh, it's, you know, <laughs> it's been frustrating. I think we remember the 105 points from turnovers against Geelong. And uh, you just. That's <laughs> insane stat. It's still an insane stat. Yeah, but that second quarter, having those five goals from turnovers, it, you know, it, it changed the momentum of the game where we had it. And um, but you know, like I said, you know, when you're looking at what sixty nine to forty seven inside fifties, and uh, look, you, you've won hitouts fifty two to eighteen. You've won the stoppages, you know, twenty four to seventeen. Center clearances eighteen to twelve. Contested footy one fifty one to one twenty eight. Every stack. How did reads, we lose you that? Go, how, actually, how did how we lose? How did we lose it? And you know when you see twenty, we had twenty six shots on uh, on goal from sixty nine inside fifties. That's only thirty eight percent. So fifty seven percent to the Swans are just more efficient with ball in hand, more yeah. direct. We didn't handle sometimes the transition of the footy well. Um, we coughed it up too much uh, with the ball in hand, and and uh, so those skill areas are, are really hurting us. Um, uh, and sometimes you can't transition well when you just have a blatant turnover of the footy. And uh, it's it's an area that 
probably just needs to be looked at end of year and, and you know, um, can you can you bring in some polish? Can you bring in – can you work on – I mean, we are obviously focusing on development. I mean, I think there's a few kicking techniques to work on. Someone uh, like Dan Brazio comes to mind for me with his decent left boot. Yeah, yeah. It's what what do we have on the list that, yeah, that can pr- kick prioritize? Well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Baldwin and D'Ambrosio, and there's a few guys with nice nice boots on them. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's a good opportunity uh, end of year to to reassess that, and uh, and so, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit flattening and uh, losing five of the last six, and I know, but. You just want the club to finish off the year strong and uh, we really need to get some momentum going into this pre-season. So obviously a fantastic opportunity to get some wins and, um, you know, I feel like we're always playing a team that's coming off a really good win <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. So West Coast. Geelong. <laughs> and, yeah, and Sydney's won two in a row. And yep. then we, beat, we play, the, you know, the hit form. And look, uh, look, I'm Sydney just two and uh, – I don't want to be the show that breeds excuses because I'm frustrated. Um, but I do have to have my common sense lens on and the removal of Ridley in in our side and Sam Draper being out of the side and a fit and healthy stringer and, and those kind of plays. They're big experience. Draper um, maybe not as much, but played but enough. Clearly but we now know clearly, this influ- yeah, clear, influential. Clearly right? a massive, yeah. massive influence for us. But uh, no, having no centre-half forward and, and uh, so – with that lens on and Sydney going into the game as strong as they can be. And, you know, they've had one of those years where they've just had nothing but injuries. It's been interrupted. There's a reason why they've won the last two games because they're getting those injuries back and they're getting to back to the Sydney style of football. Um, and they, you know, they play in the grand final not long ago against Geelong. Uh, so this is a good team and, and, you know, to, for a team that's really good at contested footy and I really find them as a club really good competitors, to see those clearance numbers and those contested footy numbers, knowing that you've had the the Hobbsy and Caldwell and, and, and they, some of these guys around the footy uh, who, you know, I think Caldwell had something like 17 contested out of his 27 yep. um, and real grunt stuff. And uh, so you've got to take some positives out and and because these guys will grow, they'll get better. You hope their skills just keep on blossoming. Um, and that's what you want to look forward to. You want to go, where's our, where's our midfield go? Where's where's going to impact? And, and you know, obviously you've got a guy in the VFL that, you you know, will impact at some point this year or next year. Does, um, he, does he get a game this year, you reckon? Yeah, I think he does yeah, this I year. Think, yeah, I think they're playing too. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like... We'll maybe talk about it later, but on the surface, it uh, I, I'm a big believer on let 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 him see what the pace of the game is, get him an edge, quick education, so when he approaches the preseason, he has a mindset of knowing what to expect, what he needs to work on. You know, he 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 for all intents and purposes could play a senior game and be totally puffed out by three quarter yeah. time, um, and then go okay. This is what they mean by oh, mid, mid, uh, midfield fitness. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This the, the pace step, of the, the game. step up is oh okay. Yeah, I know because to, yeah, Cobwell and 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 um and Hobbs are still working through that themselves. Like we've said it before, they still played just both of them sixty eight percent of the game. Yeah. So they're still sitting on the bench a lot, and then that's not because of performance. That's I think obviously a coach knowing building where, an engine. Yeah, one's had a, a really bad injury history, and Cobwell and Hobbs is still learning. St- sorry, still new. 
So that's that's to me. He's like, let him play a game. If he if he's totally buggered by the halfway through the third quarter, that's the education. That's what that's you learn. That's all you need, yeah. Yeah, just go, well, this is why your preseason's really, really important. And, and this is why you're... How quick was it, kid? Like, yeah, it was pretty quick, yeah? Yeah. And also, you, you thought you were fit. You thought you were 19 and, and bulletproof. Well... How does your opponent go? <laughs> exactly right. How did your opponent go? And also, too, did you notice that when you got the ball, you're quick, mate. You're AFL standard quick. And, but what you don't have at the moment, and you won't have at 19, and no one expects you to have at 19, 18 or whatever it is. 18, yeah. 18, right? Nobody expects you to have at 18 is Mark Rusciuto's tank or yeah. Yeah. Mark Harvey's tank or Parrish's tank or something like that, right? You, it, I, I would love to see him play just, just to, to do exactly what you've just said. Pull him off the, at the end of the game, so to speak, and say... <laughs> It's the least they do that. That's what she said. Um, it would be inappropriate. It would be wildly inappropriate. Nobody do that. Um, and just basically say to him, everyone along those lines, you've got um, good skills, mate, well done, good kicking. You, you, you play AFL football pretty well. But how how hard was the... Uh... <laughs> 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 All right, you. You're doing very sexual talk tonight. How hard was it? This... <laughs> Die if you're listening. Um, no, <laughs> um, Sars has really got you excited. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Le Grand Chapiteau in the Lunchtime Cats Up podcast studios. Anyway, where was I? Basically, the kid needs to go. Off we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All, All right, right, sorry. For that blue work. All right, um, all right. Yeah, so, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's that. I think that it would be great if he can even get that experience. And there's probably one or two others that I think would be really valuable. Um we're now we're now second for the least amount of players played this year. Does Voss get a game? So it it does feel weird. Like I know. like we haven't tried a lot of but players on this it's list. Scott's mo man. I it's know. Scott's mo. Because like we just we just haven't even you know. Remember every year you used to talk about oh you know could they get the rising star? They're going to win the rising star. <laughs> There's no talk this but, year of that. Just we're not playing. <laughs> We're not playing out there. had no chance of winning a rising <laughs> star mate, because they haven't played him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, let's hope, I, you know, now that the, we're kind of towards the end of the year, I think it's a good opportunity to just educate a few players. And I think you may accept now. You may accept a loss against GWS or, or Collingwood, but um, but so be it, you know, it's... it's, it's um, and I think starting yeah. now for the likes of Sardis, right? Starting against West Coast and, and North. And yeah, easy I, I think against. this week is a perfect round yeah. for him to come in. Because uh, no doubt West Coast is playing a lot of kids. Uh, yeah. And, and no you, could, you could really have a matchup against him. So I found it interesting that for a half in the VFL, they played Sardis at half forward. And I thought, yeah. I, I wonder if that's a little bit of the... Um, Get ready, kid, because you can may have to play half and a huh. midfield and a half and a half forward in the eight seniors because that's reality. Yeah, you know you don't come in and get your not at eighteen. No, <laughs> you don't get your position with no. under Coldwell or Hobbs or and you know. merit and all that. So yeah. I just found it interesting that they decided to do that in the VFL. I thought that's is that just preparation now, just to say understand what your role may be initially, but we'll get you some senior time so you can understand the speed of the game and yeah, and just learn, learn a absolutely. few things. So yeah, so it's um. Look, it, it was it. It was it was it was a, an okay performance against Sydney. I don't think it's, anyone should be panicky or anything like that. There's obviously a lot of wins uh, throughout that game. So, yeah, it's it's just really finishing this year strong and um, getting rid of the silly mistakes too, man. Like that's 
the players would be kicking themselves. Like they really would be for the for the amount of unforced errors and skill errors and that sort of stuff. Just if you're going to get beaten by a decent side like Sydney, then okay. But one thing that I don't want to let them off the hook for is the unforced errors and the coming out of the back line and turnovers and stuff. That has to stop. If yeah. it doesn't stop, it has to dramatically improve. And no doubt in the off season, um, they you know because remember just a reminder you know we had Kelly on on the show and he said that they'd really only worked on defense in the in the in the preseason they actually hadn't worked on offense and that was going to be a uh, an ongoing kind of process to learn that and that, learn that mature the next part of their game plan so uh, and it's you know with Peter Wright coming back after his injury there's no doubt. The style of how we've moved the ball forward dramatically changed because, in a weird way, and this is nothing against right. In a weird way, with right out, it forced us to be creative. Yeah, and we were we were lowering our heads and we were really playing exciting footy. We we're scoring a hundred points quite regularly, and with Peter Wright coming back in, they've then They're suddenly gone into right a, centric. Yeah, right centric relied. You know, just it's just out of the center, just. All right, just kick along. Bang, 60, uh, 70, just bomb, bomb, bomb. And he's he's utterly wasted. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one, he's he's not an overly great contested mark, just in general. No, no. But, uh, but he's good on the lead, but... Uh, but when two blokes are going up against him, and because everybody knows where he run the, runs the ball's going to go, so the, the defenders, like Lever and May would destroy him, right? Because... It's too predictable. It's yeah. just way too predictable. Like you could anybody can bump two meter Peter and, and get your hands somewhere near his but a big marking contest. And if he hasn't got his hands sort of primed for that game, then it's not gonna be any good whatsoever. Yeah, and the the odd the odd part about it, right, is that our biggest weakness maybe on the ground is small forwards. So I know, so right? it's so even if his idea is to bring the ball to ground I don't know if we've got really on fire small forwards no. to capitalise on that situation just right at this moment. And again, it's where um, a, it's where an on fire waller would just be perfect. Yeah, like a sharking front and centre. Um, what's his name? Charlie Cameron or something like that would just he would be in heaven with the amount of times the ball hits the ground after a big pack. Yeah, but look. Um, uh, look, we'll probably have a break and we'll go. We'll talk about you know individual players and, yeah. and who we thought played well. And yeah, who we'll have a look better. at the stats. Um, but look, it, I'm not going to go to. We've obviously, we've done our shows recently. Where we've had poor losses and we've had our concerns. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was a it was a was a step in the right direction as far as performance against Sydney. It's because uh, you were worried when we're getting smashed, contested, and in, in inside fifties and that. So. Um, I guess if you put your positive hat on to address that and address it quite strongly against a side that really flourishes in that area, I've got to be pretty happy with that. Well, at least we, we've come out, we've learned a few things um, and we weren't tired after all. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 uh, and yeah, so, and we progressed in, in a number of areas that I'm sure Scott would have addressed during the week. And again, Dra- Draper helps. <laughs> Draper helps. <laughs> Draper helps, man. Stringer helps. And, and, and yeah, Ridley. we'll talk after the break, yeah. though. Yeah. But okay. Phillips and Brian actually did, you know, when it's 52 to 19 hit outs, they, they were giving us good service. I'm going to give uh, the first official shout out to Brian this year. So, uh, look, let's, let's go to a, um, uh, let's go to a break. I'm going to play a an ad break that got a lot of positives in my in my request. So we're going to okay. go, we're going to go back to Spider Bait. Nice. 
now then. Aussie gold. Absolutely. Air guitar was <laughs> in effect there. Um, now then, um, look, the, the, the players, the, the disposal lists, who do, who do we think went all right? I mean, Zach Merritt couldn't have done another thing. The man was <laughs> everywhere. Right, yeah. He was anywhere. He tried his guts out, that bloke. Yeah, he he was he was very very good. He um, yeah, he was. I know that that gets much better. Like as, as a game of football, does not get much better than thirty nine touches. Yeah, the he, way he did it, he did what he because he, he had a fairly quietish one the, the week before. He, he did everything possible to try and get us over the line. So um, he's his one percenters are really really impressive this year. Um, do you know what the, what the interesting one is? Uh you know, we'll have a chat about Darcy Parrish, right? There's this, there's this really yes. weird conundrum Con- in my head with Darcy Parrish. Yeah. Um, so how's this for a stat? So if you looked at um, pressure acts, so it's a good guide of how often you Someone's provide pressure defensively. Yep. Second on the team is Menzi and Merritt, right, on 22 pressure acts. So they're, for that, for they're, that game. they're for equal that, for second that game. for that yep. game. Parrish is first on 39. So uh, it's one area that he's improving a lot, and he's, and he's 13th in the AFL now in pressure acts this year. Um, so it's merit. It fascinates me because, it's because there's so much room for midfielders running through our midfield. Yeah, it's, it's strange, isn't it, because you're you, – He's at, Parrish is one of those guys, it's really confusing. You, you read some stats and you're having this battle in your head. I don't know if anyone else has, has this, of looking at the stats and looking at the score involvements, clearances, contested footy and going, gee, that's a lot. That's a lot. And then, and then this eye test is challenging you going, but, but that four critical turnovers killed yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, and, there were, and some of them were just under no pressure. And and so it's I'm having this like back and forth, and I think in general I do think he's a little bit well he's he's out of form. This is a version of Parish out of form, which is still pretty good, but he's I don't like I as much as I've criticised his kicking before. I think it's at a level that's even he would go. This is not this is not it's what not acceptable. This yeah. is not acceptable, and this is he's definitely kicked better than this previously. Like if you go to his All Australian year, he kicked pretty well that year, and it was not like I didn't feel like it was a major major focus that year. So he's and maybe it's got to his head a bit. He's maybe hearing out the fan noise, or you know, you may be reading too much social media on it and all that sort of thing. But it feels like it's got to his head because some kicks he's doing it's just so over yeah. the top of a player's yeah. head. You're like, oh, are you just – is that a kick nervous or is that just a – is that in your head a bit? Yeah. Um, but, look, I'm not going to I'm not gonna go over the top as well because I do value pressure and I've, I do value team – I've got an easy answer, team. man. I've, I've got a calm answer for it, for Darcy. Like, people are saying trade him. Like, people are saying trade Darcy Parrish, right? An all-Australian bloke who gave you 37 touches and pressure accidents and stuff, right? I can understand it, man. He would have currency out the yin-yang. He would be – every club in the AFL would want to have him, right? Which should tell you something for a start-off. Yeah, Geelong, would, Geelong and Collingwood would, would love him. would love him, right? So what I'm saying on this one is that Dermot Brereton, bless his little Hawthorne heart, 
said on a, on a they asked him that very question about I don't I think it was Lockie Neal or something like that saying because Lockie's not exactly the particularly damaging with the ball he just gets his hand on a lot. What would you prefer, someone like with Darren Jarman's right boot, right boot, boot, um, or Lockie Neal's forty touches a game? And he said, I want the 40 touches a game because it's 40 times that it's not in the opposition's hands. And that's the way I look about Darcy. I've, I've thought about this. I have mulled it over. And I want, I, look, the four stuff-ups and the, kick, the bad kicking is a problem and it's annoying. But if, you, if he wasn't in the side, mate, the opposition could potentially have the ball 40 more times. Yeah, so he had... 27, and he had seven turnovers. So that you, you, That's not good. But that is not That's good. what I mean, though. I, I genuinely believe he's out of form. Because, like, uh, remember, Cal Toomey was on this show, and he actually talked about Parrish's first, before he got injured, the first eight or nine games. He thought he was playing back to his All-Australian. And you sometimes you actually have to go back and watch a game, and it might be a Gold Coast game. I'm just off the top of my head. Yeah. An earlier game, and going, oh, yeah, Parrish is starring. Like, he's playing really, really well. And just remember that I think he's just having a bad patch as far as the amount of turnovers. Yeah. Um, but he's doing everything else fairly similar. Um, Almost like that comes automatic to him now. But the players disposals. do, yeah. Players do have bad. Like you would, you could easily argue Cripps this year, who I really, really like. Yeah. Brownlow, he's had bad form for big stretches this year. And players McGrath, have bad form. Andy McGrath has been great in the back line, and he's a revelation back there and everything. But Last some of his three games, recent form yeah. hasn't been good. Laverde's out of form at the yeah, moment. Um, yeah, yeah, And so there is a drop-off naturally. And um, so, uh, which is why, you know, it's why Cal raves about Merritt because he just continually yeah, just one of the few that does just, not you know, make those mistakes. That's, that's a really top echelon yeah. kind of plays. But, yeah, but it, so, I'm, you know, I still think there's Merritt in uh, – Merritt. Hey. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I, no relation. I, I'm still – I'm still happy with Das. I just, you just hope that form turns around. And, you know, I think for him, the healthier he is, the more con- continuity he plays, the more dominant he gets. So, yep. um, but there is genuine, genuine, genuine midfield depth too coming along to support him. That will, you know, the more games you're going to get into the, the Hobson and Caldwell's. Hindley was a sub, wasn't he? No. No? Snelling was. Snelling, oh, sorry. Um, Hindley, 23 and a goal. Just, just as the yeah, one, he, just a reminder. He did make a bit of a difference with his run because yeah. uh, we were, you know, the previous week against the Dogs, you could feel we were medium paced and slow. Yeah. Couldn't you? you could feel it across the ground that we we're just ooh, we're a little bit too slow on the park here. Um, so just you could just see just a little bit of zip, a little bit of dare. And he's a bit dangerous when yeah. he does that. Like a, um, that's, that's when he's at and his even best. even Davy, even though he had. You wouldn't say a great game at all, um, no. but just in the moments where he's creating this perceived hectic pressure. You could just feel, in a weird way, the speed, though, uh, and just go, well, he made them rush up. He made them rush the kick and, and just those little things. I thought uh, Menzi, who was really quiet the first few quarters, you look at his last quarter, when he, his perceived pressure that he put on Sydney throughout that last quarter was really big and, and yeah. us turning things around. And, and that's, that's, that's your what You want a bit of speed. You want a bit of... Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Now, the shout-out, I mean, the, the shout-out to Jake Kelly playing in a position where he has what the hell he was doing there, no one knows, right? So, look, I'd, that's that's a question I would love to, to have asked Josh. Now, what, why, mate? Seriously, was that a was that a change? Was that a Brad Scott going, might try him down there, see he might have something? Josh, actually, funny enough, Josh Money, after the game, actually 
talked about that move. What did he say? So, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it, but he just said they felt like Josh Kelly had uh, one of the better motors in the side and thought they, they were just trying to see what it looks like on a wing. Now, personally... I just don't get it. I, it's not what he was brought to the club for. <laughs> His entire career. He's never played there. No, but he's... For me, a wingman is... is what You associate that with class and ball movement and... and yeah. And I don't... Oh, sorry, Jake. I don't associate Jake with that... With that gift. Yeah. Um, he's quite slow in transition and, and ball movement and it's kind of the opposite. But the previous week... We we um, who do we have on the wing? Um, oh, Coxie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's nothing against Coxie, but I, I don't know. Did anyone think of all the things going on at the club that Martin and Durham on the two wings were the issue? Like, why why is that area of ground we're we're flirting with and yeah. and playing Martin at sometimes half forward or you know and just and you could feel like the the lesser effective Martin in the last two games. You, but he was on all Australian and almost still is on all Australian tracks for being the all Australian wingman. I know. Like the first player that's actually played on a wing as a wingman just, in the all Australian side. I, that did, isn't I just don't another know why we. I, I don't. I'd love to know. Is there is a reason behind it? But. I just didn't. I just never got a sense that the wings were my issue at, at the club. But. Somebody, somebody said to Brad Scott one day, well, this week or something. Somebody said something to Brad was Scott. It, yeah, is it a message on the, the defeat? Is it a message on the defensive side of of the current wings? Is it a bit of a a prod to say, yeah, you're great offensively. Um, we want defensive wingmen. Like, is it a, a bit of a message? I don't know. Just, it's I'd a, love to know. Whatever it is, um, Essendon, if you're listening. It's awfully confusing for a supporter. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, we didn't quite know what to do with that one, but I want to call out, I want to shout out, probably his best game for the club in Nick Bryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good game, good effort, well done, mate. That was... Um, that was. He took the... And the pleasing thing was, he had... he Out of him and Phillips, he's had the most centre bounce... Uh, Great. Uh, uh, appearances, whatever yep. the word is. Um, contests. Uh, so they had a bit of faith in him. Um, you know, when, you, when you're smashing, when you've got those kind of figures in the, the tap outs, you're obviously giving us uh, first service. First unit, and, that, yeah. and that's what happens. Like, you, you, you're inside 50s and, and clearance, clearances are just smash Sydney. So he would have every right to go, well, midfielders, I did my job. Yeah. You got the ball. <laughs> did you like the ball landing on your nose? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, if you could not cough it up as much, that would be really nice. But, uh, but yeah, I thought Brian and Phillips both in tandem were really impressive. And, and it was a good – I think it was really good for fans to see who don't get much to the VFL, just to see a little snippet of what we see in the VFL yeah. um, with, with Brian. And that is just a snippet. Is it, I, I mean, I'm, I see him have 25 disposals and, yeah. and really dominate. Um, but it was, it was the first time where he, you felt he was a bit more relaxed he knew, you know, so... Took a few decent grabs. I, yeah. liked, the, I liked him when he was up there. Shame he didn't of, kick that goal, hit the post, oh, but yeah. <laughs> it would have been nice to get some reward. But yeah. uh, no, he, he, looks at, he looks good in the air. So that that was really pleasing. So I thought him and uh, Phillips' work rate was... was and Phillips, little, by the way, too, shout out to that old workhorse as well because he, he did well for that game and allowed um, Brian to shine as well. And look, uh, let's... I'll make a call. Just Let, a call. Let's just... If, if they, let's just rule out Sammy. Like, let's just... Let's yeah, no, 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 no. Too, too important. Four weeks now and there's four weeks to go. 
get the get the hip right. There's no point in playing it. No. Uh, and it's every point now in and just putting Brian uh, in a really full key yes. full time ruck position. Fine. I think fans will accept that. That you might play two bad games out of the four, but it will be a great education. Really good um, learning sort of piece for him. Really good to get the video and get the development. Midweek again, Sardis and start into next year. He'll 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 put on another four or five kilos. I reckon he'll be. I reckon he'll be really ready to go next year. So and 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 then really start fighting to be that second tandem with Sammy. Yep, but it must be very interesting to see for the rest of the year. Bryant tap down to if he Sardis. doesn't go to another club. That is well. I mean, yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta pay the kid. But um, Bryant to Sardis for the last um, four games might be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've been doing it in the VFL. Absolutely. Uh, so, look, there's, I'm not going to say there's an over, overlord of winners, but you could go through the whole of the stats, but a guy towards the bottom of the stats in Cole Langford. Uh, uh, just <laughs> 40 goals. He's on the same, same breath as Ridley for me. Just every single week, without fail, performs. So if you, if you did a ladder or, or a, a list of the combined Goals and assists per year. So you've affected this amount of guys. You either kicked the goal yep. or you've been the assisted goal. Contributed to it, yeah. Uh, he's fifth in the AFL. Damn. Uh, so Kerno's first, but that's because of the amount of goals. He actually only had 12, yeah. 12 assists, but he's just okay. kicked so, so many Ker- goals. So Langford's either given off or been involved in yeah. a heap of goals as well. Yeah, it's, uh, he's on 18. Because goal assists are hard to get. So he's on 18 goal assists and 40 goals. So, yeah, he's, he's fifth in the AFL. For generating goals, um, so he's having a fantastic year. What so. a gun! Yeah, so is he, gonna, is he a sneaky old Australian? Uh, look, I, he's not. He's, I don't think he's going to get like the twenty-two kind of thing. But okay. I think he's worthwhile as a nomination because of the goal agree. assists. I agree. Because if you're if you're leading your club on goal assists and you're leading your club on forty goals already, you've you've done. You know, you, you're doing well. <laughs> uh, he's top 10 in goal assists in the AFL and he's in top 10 in goal in goals scored. Yep. Um, so I think there's a nomination in top 40 at the initial nomination period. I think there's a worthwhile argument for him for sure. And if you look, if he if he has – he plays a few still at Marvel against not so great a team. Yeah. So he could easily kick three and four in the next two weeks. And he gets if he gets close to 50 goals, then that's – then yes, uh, you, then you're really starting to talk about. Question without notice for you. What do we do with a bloke who, when he's up and about, has some influence in our forward line, but when he's not, he's really not in Will Snelling? What do we do with Will? Uh, well, he was a sub uh, in all Sure, case. but like, do you see him as our, one of our small forwards? Uh, look, to be, to be perfectly frank, Long term, no, I, I don't. Okay. I, I think, I think they're still going to recruit. Um, I still think they're going to look at options in the off season. And then I think Jaden Davy. Sure. Okay. So, <clears throat> of the crop of the young indigenous, they're all pretty much indigenous, right? Apart from Menzi, we've got Walla, Jaden, uh, Alwyn, yeah, and Wangers kid, and and Wangenin is playing. It looks pretty dangerous to me at the moment, and. I think Jaden Davey, though, probably will, you know, probably not realistic the first half of the year, but he's out of the two Davies, the actual natural small forward. Okay. So that's his bread. That's his, he's, he's more like his dad. Um, so that's his bread and butter, the small forward role where Alwyn likes to play up the ground. Um, so there's options there. Um, Did, are our long term prospects in those players? 
Uh, I'll tell you something after the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Uh, well, yeah, I think they may look at options off at the end of the year and uh, and I say, say that with a smile. Well, um, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely options there, but they're so young and they're so – they're so raw. Um, but I actually like Tex Wanganeen. I think – I like him a lot. Um, like for a VFL game that was a diabolical, the two goals he kicked was, was actually – he looks actually quite dangerous. Uh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually like him a lot. So um, okay. there's, there's options there. But, yep. yeah, um, we do need a bit of X factor and, and, and a bit of pace. And um, so – He's capable of it and I just – I haven't seen it in a while from yeah. I actually thought, you know, I actually thought he was a pretty good sub, and I uh, he had like ten, eleven in the last quarter. People going to remember he came on, yeah, and it was he, eleven, he had, yeah, it, yeah. So he's had that in a quarter, um, so he's actually had a pretty big impact in and and a big part of our turnaround. So sure, so credit to him on on the the, the sub role that he did, but um, but uh, I haven't even locked in Guelphie in my mind yet as as yeah. as future like that. I still think there's it's just an area of the ground. I, I just. You know, I'm not. Kind of, I feel like Menzies actually ahead of every, all those three. Yeah. Um, just so eventually, I think he's very dangerous when he gets near the ball. When he gets like his hands on it, or he's very near it, Menzies is a dangerous, a dangerous player. Yeah, and he's quite skillful. I mean, yeah. that that goal to get us to two points. So that wasn't an easy goal yeah. on the boundary line. So, um, you know, he's he's top four in our goal kickers. So he's 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 worthy of you know of being looked at. Uh, for next year, so, but yeah, there's a, it's just an area that we've kind of got, we've kind of got this five or six plays that feel kind of equal, and the, you yeah. go, you're looking who's gonna who's gonna be the standout, who's gonna take, is it gonna be an 18 or 19 year old that's gonna just suddenly step up? In two years time, I genuinely say two years time, is it another, is it a Mankara? Anthony Mankara, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but that's the other thing. So, I mean, Jaden was Jaden Davies was the higher rated uh, brother out of him and Alan, right? Wasn't he? Oh, uh, they're very close. Very was a, close. It's funny enough. There was always a debate. Uh, okay. you know, some people rated Alan's up the ground, and then someone said Jaden's skill as a, a small forward was so dangerous. But so, I mean, we'll see. Like, yeah, I was going to say that's because he's up and about now, isn't he? Like, I yeah, think yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's back yeah. to. He's pretty much close to full training. So, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he's. He did his knee, I think, in March the previous year. So now we're talking. Yeah, we're, we're all good now. Okay. Yeah, so, but yeah. then again, I mean, that's that's to look forward to. So, no, just that I know we sort of, but we digress. Um, just an interesting one. It's an interesting area of the ground that uh, that, that they haven't totally got right, and 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 I. I but there's prospects. There's prospects, yeah. and yeah, but they 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 just feel like they're twelve months off. Like uh, just yeah, absolutely of, of shining to to the level yeah. that you want. Um, Unless you so. want to put Jake Kelly down there or something, <laughs> yeah, just, just like, randomly. Just and look, shout out to the ex skipper again, Dyson Heffel, man. Uh, he led the ground in intercepts. Um, he, again, he, man, you he, don't you don't pick him as that sort of intercept marking bloke. <laughs> like he's he stood up for Rids. Great game. Yeah, yeah, um, he's, he's won a heap of footy. I thought it was sensational last quarter. And, and, and credit to him. Um, he, he's so turned it around uh, big time. And uh, and he, he has every right to to have a conversation with the club about what that looks like I, next year. Absolutely. He is a required footballer in my mind. Yeah, because there's other guys who may be four or five years younger than him. Uh, that he's not taking up that, anybody's that, spot. Yeah, mate. that that need to get their act together. Yeah, and like I, I would rather uh, I'd rather applaud a guy 
a, a senior guy who's doing that because he's playing so much team stuff. I mean, Hayward did nothing on him. Um, just, yeah. uh, so he not only did all those intercepts, but uh, he, his opponent did nothing. So it was a f- ripping game from on Hepps. He was probably almost our best in some ways. So outside of Langford um, and maybe Merritt. So I, I had those three in my head uh, as like the guy. So look, there's a lot of guys that were, were obviously down as well. And um I don't know what's – it was an odd game by Jaden Laverde if I'm doing the other scope. It was just – I really like Jaden. I love Jaden, man. I, I think but he's – His body language was little – Off. Was off. His, his separation from his opponent – Yeah, was well off. Was well off. Yeah. And, um, and a bit of Mason Redman as well was like, all right, um, you want to, might want to go a bit tighter on – Yeah. Uh, so there was a number of occasions where um, some defenders ran off their man – um, to get to a, another contest, but just timed it so poorly. And then because they left their own – and they're living like Papley. Like you're like, of all the guys, I, I, I know, you know, you don't leave. You know, no, just, you wear, wear Papley like a yeah, glove, you Make someone it. else do it. Someone else beat you. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, it was frustrating at times. Zerky did really, really well. He was, he was one of the few that just did his job as he normally does. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it, was, it was a really good – you know, poor Wrighty had – the Falcon and missed a few marks. Had a, what a strange game! Like you look at four goals, one, you're like, oh, that's, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, but it could have been. It seven. generally felt like a seven goal could have been seven was lost uh, on. It. Yeah, it was like chest marks. It was like Falcons. an out of form Peter Wright that somehow kicked four goals, yeah. one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was, yeah, it was a, a strange game to assess with Pete, but. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, Which then brings me to the other question. I don't know. We're sort of getting towards the wrap oh, up at the end of the yeah. goat nuts. Just a quick one. I will say he didn't get the ball much, and I've been a critic of him. He didn't get the ball much, but his defence was fantastic. Was Nick Cox? Okay, great. Yeah, so it wasn't you weren't here. Yeah, he didn't get the ball much, obviously. Yeah, but, the back line. But his but McDonald just really had that one goal, and it was a bit of an opportunitous moment. Yeah. Um, but he shut down Logan McDonald, and and that's your role as a first first and foremost as a defender. Um, and so I, I I thought Nick was really really good just defensively on what his task was, he'll learn that next stage of, of getting in. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I still thought we um, we missed a trick, one on the Kelly on the wing, but I thought we missed a trick even with – if if you were going to play Kelly on the wing, then really bring in Baldwin. I, I don't know why Baldwin yeah. – I felt like Baldwin was uh, – because Ridley's loss, you could just feel it so immensely yeah. during the game. Um and our structure was a little bit all over the shop defensively. Um, I just felt like Baldwin was going to be there, just help with that structure. And he's such a good intercept mark and such a good mark in general. And he did it in the VFL. He's the only one that turned up in the VFL, uh, as noted by the, the club website, basically. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. He, you know, there was in the VFL, the Swans had 75 inside 50s. He, they switched him to one of the guys who was hot and Gould. And Gould didn't kick a goal after three for the last three quarters in seventy five inside fifties. So nice. you're you're doing everything you can. You can. So yeah. I just felt like we missed a trick there. I felt like I actually felt like if I'm being blunt, we would have won the game if he played. Okay. Uh, I thought we would have been more assured yep. structurally at our, our back line, um, especially if we're going to take one of the pins out of it, like in yeah. Kelly, right? Yeah, it was strange because you yeah you got Ridley on the sidelines injured and you got Kelly on a wing, so you go. Um, and I understand the opportunity for Nick, um, and, and there's no issue there, but I just still felt like he could have played. Like, I, I didn't feel like I, – I, I feel like Baldwin's 193, 194, quite mobile, 
I, I don't feel like it's a big loping. He's actually quite mobile yeah. and, and quicker than you think, but um, he can play on various players and play it well. And he's a very strong boy, so he's not many people take one-on-one marks on him. Mm. Uh, and normally he can outbody you and, and he'll take the contested mark. So, uh, you know, if Nick – I made the argument today with someone else, and I wasn't saying that Nick Cox shouldn't play defence, but I'm saying, like, both him and Baldwin are exactly a month apart on age. They're both 21. Um, so I'm hoping they still view Baldwin. Forget the draft pick. Oh, oh, you know, is he talented? Like, is he – does he you – know, I, I, I think he's demonstrating I keep seeing in the VFL, I'm going, well, he keeps demonstrating like he's very, very talented at his role. Um, so I was, sometimes I wish, like, I hope we're not just – I don't think we are. I don't think we're smarter than that. But I don't want to just be a – yeah, he's a top 10 draft pick. We must blame him, you know. If, if there's another kid that's just looks now like his talent, who was originally meant to be a top ten draft pick, yeah. by the way, before his two knee goes, um, he's now showing that talent. You know, give him a go. Like it's, yeah, that's me. Anyway, so that's um, what can I say, mate? That's look, <laughs> it's it's a, it's another season um, gone statistically or mathematically or whatever the hell you want to say. Yeah, well, if we've we been the last four, it. sure we can make it. But sure, but I don't want to. Does anyone? Did anyone watch GWS? Yeah, no, I don't want to. We're not beating GWS over there. No, um, when Collingwood in the last round it pains me to say that's going to be painful. But yeah, um, yeah. Look, the, look, it is what it is, guys. It's a Scotty made a very good point in an SMS to me at um, last night when he sort of said, "Look, there was a, a press conference where Lloydie said that he shouldn't, uh, he shouldn't sort of forgive too much of the now uh, performances." to rely too much on the they're only kids and we're only learning piece, right? We still have to win games of footy if we can possibly do it now. And I think that's a it's an interesting one to have a think of, and if we leave you with that on the pod tonight, how, how much can you say they are only kids, they've only just looked at defence so far? How much think, time can I, we I think give them? I think the more argument is to me is they're a group – uh, in their first year as a coach, I, I don't buy as much as other people's the kids' argument because I, I'm telling, I'm having half a podcast saying, "Gee, I would bring these kids in to have a game." I'm saying that a lot of these kids aren't playing, um, so the you know we were with Davey is slightly younger. I, I think the average was 24 and a half age, yeah, but uh, and and Swans was 25 and a half, but they're not big differences. Like the the Bulldogs was. Just fraction difference of age. Yeah. They're not big differences in age. There's plenty of experience, uh, or, or the you know. There's, there's enough. There's enough yeah. there um, that we shouldn't. I don't personally think that we should lose five out of the last six. No. Uh, Geelong, I did. I thought Geelong would win. I'd, and, and even then, I go, but we shouldn't lose by eighty. Um, yeah. And the dogs, oh, but we shouldn't play that poorly. Uh, yeah. Frio was 50-50, but we shouldn't play that poorly against Frio. And so it's not just, oh, well, you know, we probably weren't going to win anyway. But I don't want to lose like that. Uh, I want us to fight. Yeah. Keep fighting. They did so well in the first half. Um, I didn't, you know, I can understand Lloydie's comment when he say they kind of just handed it back on a platter. Just they had they had a final spot right there as a club to be to, to grab on two hands they were eight and five, um, and now you know now they win losses. They've got more no, losses and wins. Silliness, yeah, yeah. So um, I understand it because I can see a club captain. I, th- I do believe he was genuine. I know sometimes Lordy, you can take with a grain of salt, 
Um, but I think there is a frustration there, and I have it as well, if I'm being honest. It's like I want to learn that as a club. Like you, like even if you don't think we are a top eight team, still as a club, if there's an opportunity though, try and grab it. Like yeah. try and get those moments and and get that inbred into your club. And just it's like how do we grab it onto the year and go? No, we're gonna. When you know we've had a ripping. We're eight and five. We're six or fifth on the ladder. We're gonna keep attacking. You know because that's all we know how and. Um, I, I just thought the Frio loss and the Dogs loss, especially, I um, went, man, we just let we just let it slip too yeah. much, and um, then, then obviously losing the Sydney game and um, uh, that you know. So I know they had good moments with Crows, and and I know the Port loss was very very yeah. much a a, a a a good loss in some ways, but very honourable. But I, I I just I think me as a fan, if I'm being honest, just just. I want us to. I hate this word ruthless sometimes, but I just grab those moments, like learn it as a club. Uh, I, it, it is. It is a bit for me as a fan. I'm a fan. I mean, it's get gut wrenching that we're thirteenth at the moment, yeah. and I know we've got North and West Coast, but we were fifth. Like it's just everyone slipped by us. We're the club that fell the most, and you're like that frustrates me. You're like, well, we're the team. You know, why didn't we? Why couldn't we grab it? We're not overly that young. The team we're playing. Why couldn't we grab it? Yep. Um, so that's just me. Uh, uh, and you just, I, I hope behind the scenes, Scott kind of instills that message. I, I get his patience, and I understand the whole content of the narrative because yeah. I, I understand it's his first year. They only learned half of the game plan. I get all that. Um, but you were up and about eight and five, and I just thought, you know, you had a. You've also got to learn as a club culture to grab those moments. And it seems like the, the losses that we've had recently have been above the shoulders. Like the, the bad decisions, the turnovers, the, bad, the poor skills and stuff, it, it, they're, they're much better than that as footballers. Like the way they move the ball, they're much better than that. Yeah, so they went back to – they kind of felt like – I don't know if you – I actually said to one person, I said, I feel like some games have just fell back to 2022. Yeah. Like lazy bombing forward – that's it. Kicking around without thinking. And I can I can understand like if we have Brian in the side and our small forwards aren't really sort of lighting the world up and you can at the end of a game you can go, well, we lost that because Brian's 19 and he got smashed and we understand that and Ridley wasn't down there and for some weird reason they played Jake Kelly um, as one of the umpires or they played him on the roof. Um, they understand that, right? But... At the moment, we're losing games because we're making bad decisions and skill errors. And like you said, we're playing like a couple of years ago, just bomb and hope. So it, I think... And there's good players, yeah. There's, it's not just a young thing. Like you, you, I wouldn't have gone away from Sydney. I would have thought, gee, Coldwell played well. Gee, Hobbs, yeah. Hobbs played well. Uh, Perkins, in, in, in aspects of the game, played really well. So I'm not going away thinking like, oh, well, you know, our midfield was young. No, they won the clearances, you know, 20 years. Smashed them, yeah. <laughs> they, they won contested footy. Um, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, when we – not to go back in, but we talked about Parrish's ball use and we talked about Laverde bit out of sorts and we talk about, you know, Guelphie being out of sorts. And, yeah, but they're, they're the 25-year-old guys. Yeah. You know, it's, it's – it's, I, I, that's why I, I sometimes get a little bit frustrated with the kids talking. Going, well, I don't know if it's necessarily who we're pointing in the right direction. Kids there's, are 18, 19, There's 20. also guys in this list that Scott has to work out who he wants to move forward with that have shown inconsistency in, in many year on year. 
um, why this club also is con- inconsistent. So uh, I, you you want to assess age 18 to 30 uh, and just go, well, who can I trust? Yep. Uh, who's turning up most games? There's always going to be a lapse of some games, but who's turning up to most games? And right now it's it's definitely not a, a just, oh, we're young. Uh, it's it's a, it's a team thing. It's a team game, Agreed. and there's some good players out of form, and, and there's some good kids in form. So uh, yeah. So anyway, that's us. All right. Well, uh, Bomber fans it was pretty uh, depressing. Um, like I said, uh, we had, and you'll uh, read on the Facebook page. We had we had guests. Scotty went nuts, um, and we got guests. And he says to me, "Little birdie, we've got a guest." I go, "Wicked." Let me know when it's confirmed. And then he came back and said, uh, "The original guest, not so much." And now we've got, uh, we had Josh Marnie for a minute and um, then Josh had to pull out as well. So uh, our apologies, we're supposed to have a cool guest on tonight, but it's just you, just you and I. Um, smooth tones of the Smooth bread. tones and spider bait. So with a bit of blue work at the start. With, <laughs> with a bit of added blue to see what that does for the ratings. Just to, just to pick up the audience. Absolutely, right? Yeah. See what it does for the ratings. Um, it will do a sealed show on Patreon later. Um, so look, everybody, thank you very much for, for joining in. It's a... They're always tough pods to do, and we wonder whether or not you guys are going to listen all the way through just for the <laughs> sort of the depressingness that was that game. But uh, we really thank you very much for uh, for listening to us, and we'll talk to you guys on uh, if you're a Patreon on Thursday for the team selection show, um, and then we'll talk to the uh, to the rest of you guys on Monday as well. Catch you guys. See ya. <laughs>